Welcome, dear ones. I'm Sam Lenny, healer, channel, mentor, and conduit for Cosmic Light. I'm the host of the Lessons from the Records podcast with the Dominion, the light beings I channel in my healings and readings. I'm on a mission to teach you how to know and interpret your energy, cherish yourself, raise your vibration, shine your light, and align with your highest truth and potential in life and in your relationships. You'll learn your energetic cords carry through scores of lifetimes and with many people. Thousands, millions of experiences and connections picked up along the way and all stored in your metaphysical library, your Akashic record in the higher dimensions. The truth is you are here on earth to experience it all and to grow, to feel, reveal and heal and to move from fear to love. Welcome to this episode. If you are inspired by what you hear and are inspired by the energy that you receive today through this transmission, please like and comment on this episode and please share it on social media. Thank you so much for being here today. Hey beautifuls, welcome to this week's podcast episode. You may hear in the background some wind noise and it's not me, (laughs) it is the breeze. I am outside today recording this episode with me consciously being out in nature and with the earth, and it feels good. I have had a busy day, so I just felt the need to have a change of scenery and come out of the office. So you're getting the breeze. You're getting this wonderful air, and air is certainly blowing through this September, the change of the seasons with spring here in the southern hemisphere. And... I kind of feel like we are shifting direction. And while we're shifting direction, we must go with the flow. So this week's podcast episode, the Dominion who are here with us have asked me to talk about the ego. They want us to challenge our beliefs about the ego, your ego, and to change up the narrative that we see, we feel, we read um, out there. And this view is a view that I'm learning to um, integrate, which is what they're asking me to talk about. They're asking me to talk about the integration of the ego and balancing the ego. When I mean integration, what I'm seeing, what I'm sensing, and the discussions that are are had externally is that the ego is a separate thing to the heart, ego energy is separate to the heart energy. And, you know, there is a unification in the connection, the collaboration between the two. But I don't know, it's asking us to re-remember that... It is all one, the body is all one, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual self is all one of the same. It is unified. 
And so I really feel into um, how do we unify the ego with the heart energy and how do we work with it on a healthy basis and stop putting baby in the corner, stop putting the ego in the corner and either seeing it as a threat or seeing it as a disturbance, seeing it as being, you know, the annoying older brother. <laughs> and so this is what we're moving into is to learning, learning to be in harmony with, to love and appreciate and accept that the ego is, is, a, is a functional, fully functional, fully worthy um, piece of us. We know that the ego does its best to keep us alive, keep us functioning, keeping us secure. But it does that with whatever information it has available to itself. The ego is the brain's interpretation of the identity of self. So if the ego sees an identity, reads information as a certain identity, then that is what it believes. And so we want to always work towards having a form of balanced ego that is going to keep us safe, is going to help us beneficially from our health and well-being, but also is, is soft enough, is expansive enough to allow for us to evolve and to expand into more potential and more possibility. And so therein lies that need for balance. This weekend, I went down to the beach and it was really windy and there were kite surfers and just having an absolute ball flying through the air. And there, were also, there was also in the distance, way, way out behind, beyond the boys, which I don't know, they're, they're probably quite a few meters out into the ocean, deep ocean. And they form markers. And, you know, the view is that you don't go beyond the markers unless you're in a boat. Anyway, I looked out afar and there was a paddleboarder, this bright green paddleboard. And this is how I noticed that he was there. Noticing this bright, vibrant, neon green paddleboard in the distance. And there were white horses. The waves were pre pretty, pretty um, choppy. I could feel that the breeze, the wind was going, flowing from north to south. So the beach, the full coastline here is probably, I don't know, nine, ten k's worth of, of beach. So it's a pretty straight run from north to south. And I'm standing there trying to get the, my hair out of my mouth where it was so windy. And I could just see this guy paddling furiously. With the wind, he wasn't going against the wind, but he was paddling furiously with the wind, standing up on his paddleboard. And every now and then, he would go missing because the waves were so big, you know, he was sort of darting in and out. And at that point, my ego come into play. My sense of um, how I felt about the fact that he was potentially in danger from my perspective. I was triggered. I got this feeling around, gosh, you know, that doesn't look very safe out there. 
and it really, really pushed my buttons. And so this seeing this scenario was literally my my ego with its sense of safety of self for me going, okay, well that that doesn't look safe. And then I heard this question. What are you going to do about saving this guy? And I questioned, why did I think that? And my mind went into overdrive. Does he need saving? Is he in any danger? How is he going to get back to shore? Is he lost? Has he drifted out to sea by mistake? All of these questions came into play and I stood there for a while watching him, watching him, watching him till the point came that he was so far down the coast that I couldn't actually see him. I couldn't differentiate between him on a paddleboard and the the white horses of the waves. And at that point, panic set in and I thought, oh my goodness, I don't even know who to contact in order to help this guy out. My imagination was on overdrive, panic, panic, panic. My rescuer archetype, my mother archetype, my healer archetype all came out at once and had a discussion about how I was going to help this guy out. Anyway, it wasn't until I got back into the house and I said to my husband, I said, there was this guy out there on a paddleboard and I hope he's okay. And he said, what did you do? And I said, well, for a start, I created this beautiful cocoon of light and I sent him some light and love, protective light and love, and held the intention that he reaches a safe harbour, safe shores, and that he does that still alive. Um, so that was the intention I set out, sent out to the universe. And then Den said to me, my husband said to me, well, if that was you on that paddleboard out in the ocean, what would you want other people to do? And I thought for a minute and I said, to be honest, I wouldn't have been out there. <laughs> there is no way on earth that I would have put myself in that extreme situation where I might be potentially endangering my life and anyone else that might come and save me. There is no way I would have done it. My ego would not have allowed me to do it. My ego would have kept me safe on the beach, feet on the ground, nowhere near those very deep oceans with sharks swimming around and all sorts. Anyway, so then, of course, my my heart's going, oh, my goodness, that's somebody's son, somebody's father, somebody's partner, etc., etc. So I then started Googling how to save somebody at sea and various websites came up and the Queensland um, marine people came up. I can't remember the, the exact website. And I was cursoring through looking for some information. Of course, I could have called the emergency services, but there was something within me at that point where I was like, ah, what emergency services would come out? And then you don't need to call the emergency services. This isn't an emergency. 
how do you get to choose whether this is an emergency or not? And it was that that stopped me in my path. Two reasons. One, because I didn't want to ring the emergency services and call them out and risk them looking for somebody that didn't need to be saved. And secondly, I didn't want to call the emergency services and get it wrong, i.e. call the wrong people and then look like a bit of a lemon. So I had all of this going on in my mind. And it reminded me of how my mind, my sense of self, my ego self was going off on a tangent, off on a story, going through this dialogue and creating an imbalance in myself. Now, one of these websites had some instructions on how to save somebody you know, what you needed to do in order to help somebody that was at sea. The very first sentence, the very first point, point one, was to notice whether that person had their arm up, vertically up, looking like they were asking for help, you know, like calling for help, waving for help. That was point number one. And at that point, my ego self was kind of satisfied with that it kind of um it was like medicine for the ego it said to me all right okay sam so that's that one checked off because he was quite happily merrily this guy going along paddle boarding with no absolutely no sign of needing help he hadn't even fallen in he wasn't waving his hands he looked perfectly in control he was a fit guy And then I was thinking about just how many experiences I see where my perception is that people are taking risks. And this was a prime example of one of those. And recognizing that my ego wanted to keep that guy safe. It also wanted to keep me safe. It wanted me to do, my ego wanted me to do the right thing, call the emergency services, make sure that this guy is okay. My ego at that point was imbalanced because let's look at it from another perspective. This guy went out paddleboarding and he had every right to do that. And he made a decision from a place of ego, from his ego. Now, whether he had a point to prove and he wanted to, you know, sail nine, ten kilometers along the coastline and see if he could do it was maybe one perspective. Another perspective might be that he actually wanted to to go out into the vast ocean and be lost. Who knows? But his ego would have made a decision for him and he would have gone with that decision. The mind and the attitude to that guy's self, himself, would have made that decision for him. So off he went. And so through this experience, I guess the point I wanted to make is that it's calling us here, the Dominion want us to not be afraid of the ego, to not try and quieten it down, to not avoid it, to try and dismiss what the ego wants to say. Because in this time, we're moving towards the integration of the ego and honoring the ego. And noticing that to have a balanced ego is to honor oneself 
where they are, exactly where they are and how they are in that moment. Because when you are able to honour that, that is a form of integration, but it's also very powerful as well. It's unifying the ego self, the mind self, rather than rejecting the ego as a limitation because it is part and parcel of the completeness of the oneness that is you. It may be individual, but it works much more powerfully and unifyingly when it's integrated with the whole self. I read this beautiful quote online, and I'm not sure who actually said it, but the quote is, as you embrace your individuality and find your internal balance, your ego expands its connection from the identification of self to the identification of self within the whole. And that's the integration that the Dominion want us to move towards and fully understand. And from an ascension perspective, as you do your work and move more into a place of divine love, your ego, your mind and the ego's attachment to self receives a lot more information, receives new messages. And these messages may come down from your records. They may come down as it may be just intuitive hits in the body. But that new information means that new choices become available. And so your ego expands. It expands more into balance and it comes into a sense of alignment and unification with the whole of you. So it's no longer seen as a separate being or a separate organ, if you like. And so in that, the sense of failure, the sense of imperfection, the sense of things being wrong, is often what the what comes with the narrative of the ego suddenly becomes a place where um, you can see the perfection in the imperfection. And so for me, when I saw the paddleboarder, I got a more of a bird's eye view of the scenario by listening to my ego, listening to the, the, the safe harbor that it wanted to create around me, listening to it, but then seeing it as part of the whole of me. I stepped back and stepped out and looked down at this scenario from a, from a higher perspective. I was able to identify that there was in this guy a whole story, a whole experience in his journey across the, the sea here and probably some sense of um, empowerment maybe for him, you know, in that he wanted to travel down the coast. There's this sense, uh, this new sense of feeling and being that the story of him going across the water there was much greater, greater story, a greater sense of love, strength and empowerment than my ego self was willing to show me. And so a balanced ego invites you to self-reflect. It invites you to notice the all sides of the story, to see the joy and the fear to see the perfection in the imperfection, 
to see the freedom in the being scared. So I'm quickly popping into this episode in case you're hearing anything that's getting your attention and you feel like you're ready to begin your journey through your past and present life towards greater self-worth, confidence and transformation. Now you can dive right in and use the code LOVE, all caps, L-O-V-E, to receive 10% off your Fashic Records reading purchase. This is where we open your records together and get clear on your purpose, your passions, your gifts and your challenges to overcome in this current incarnation. Your records are a healing place. They are your unique energetic frequency and yours only. So through reading the files of your soul, you can truly believe what's possible for you. Or if you're a beginner, or this is your first time tuning in here, you can try our free self-belief meditation exercise. As you listen, you'll begin to feel an energetic shift in your body and you'll get a taste of the process we use in all of our energetic clearings. Activating calm in your body opens you up to receiving a more powerful experience. So no matter whether you're looking for love, career or financial abundance, viewing this exercise alone, you'll begin to expand and you'll discover some aha moments. So again, the code is LOVE, L-O-V-E, at the checkout for 10% off your Kashik Records reading. Check out the show notes to discover more about our offerings. Now let's get back to this episode. I'm back indoors. If there was ever a sign that said stop recording in a howling gale, this was it. My AirPods ran out of battery. So I'm back here in my therapy room. The story around the ego, as we know, is that it wants to keep us safe. It wants to keep us in a current pattern, in a current ego pattern, current story. And I guess what I'm sharing here in this podcast is that the story is so much bigger, so much more useful, productive, effective, and so much more of a miracle than we are led to believe than the story, the most recent story, I guess, in the past few years um, has told us. You know, I've been to workshops, I've listened to courses, I've listened to many podcasts, etc., talking about the fact that, you know, the ego is the enemy, if you like, um, and the, the ego holds us back. And the dominion are painting us another picture, a more expansive picture in that to integrate the ego to the fullness of who we are, into the heart, into um, the pathway as we follow the soul, um, the journey of the soul, it, it, it actually has a very... It is actually very useful. So even though the the ego, the ego energy doesn't like us to step out of comfort zones, you need the ego for 
it to go knocking on soul's door and the soul and the ego to have the conversation, which creates this familiarity, this networking between the two so that you can grow, so you can see the contrast between the limitation, the um, smallness playing, the lack of movement. It wants to keep us steady. Um, but it, it has this primary technique that helps us to break past that, that helps us to break through. And so when you see them as being inextricably connected, i.e. not separate from each other and just part of the process of growth and evolution, then you're going with the flow. You're riding with the energy of ascension of evolution according to your soul's wishes. When you're able to really know and understand and accept that the ego mind and the soul and the heart work hand in hand together and to see the marriage and the balance between the two, when you're in a situation where you get an uncomfortable feeling, when you get the narrative going through the mind, the inner chatter going through the mind, and then you get the feeling around it, which is generally a feeling of fear. When you have that un uncomfortable feeling, a balanced ego is about honouring that feeling and acknowledging that feeling. Even when at that point you're not 100% sure what it is all about what is the meaning and the message behind that feeling. What happens is once you acknowledge and honour that feeling, it begins a process to open up a portal, open up a pathway within yourself for new choices, for new decisions. Through new awareness of self, you get to choose again. It's like, is this thought that I'm having about the feeling that I'm having right now about this situation in front of me? I think about me with a paddle border and feeling that panic. It was showing me information. My higher self, my soul self was showing me information pertaining to my ego, the attitude I have about myself and which I was projecting onto the paddle border. One of these things is allowing me to make another choice and it allows you to make another choice by having your ego interacting with your heart. You get to see the current state of play, acknowledge the current state of play, acknowledge the feeling around the current state of play, which then allows this opening up for new choices, new options, new decisions to be made. And those options, choices and decisions are aligned with the soul, which are also aligned with growth, aligned with ascension. So in that example, as I'm sharing here, you can begin to see, learn and understand that the brain, the ego, the heart, the soul 
are not separate. They have to work together. It is a marriage that has to happen in order for you to get the growth as the result. Your heart, your soul always wants the love and the highest potential for you. In order for that to happen, it needs to tap on ego's door to present you with the situations, present you with the feelings so that you can work with them, use them and transcend them. When that happens, you allow your heart to begin the healing. You allow more light into you, which then brings you into a process, a further process of opening up yourself, accessing a new light within you, a new power within you, a new divine love. It's like a re-remembering of the love that you really are. And what happens as a consequence of going through that process, you get rewarded. You get rewarded with more, more strength, you get rewarded with more confidence, more worth, and rewards of clarity, certainty, rewards of divine alignment. It's feeling that sense of centeredness, assurance, peace. And the dominion in the September lessons from the records channeling way back at the beginning of the month were really asking us to lean into this assurity and your individuality and seeing the magic within you and having that choice to see that. And when you choose to see the love that is within there is no choice but to work with, honour, acknowledge the ego. To allow yourself to not be stymied by the ego or to avoid the ego or to, you know, bury it, put it somewhere that out of, out of harm's way, out of arm's reach, you know. It has to come in to come into the body and be fully seen, heard, understood and accepted in the way that the heart wants you to know that that is being seen, understood, accepted. So the message is it's really time to unteach those beliefs that you hold within yourself about the power of, the damage of, the limitation of the ego that is lower vibrational thinking and feeling. And in the 5D world, there is no time or place for the belief that the ego is separate or should be treated differently or that the focus should only be on the heart and the soul. It is all relevant. It is all to come together fully integrated, fully married together. This is what creates powerful change in you and powerful change in the world around you. It is so, 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 so powerful. And it feels, to be honest with you, it feels much better. <laughs> um, I'm not sure how you've received this information today and what level you've received it through. Allow it to percolate for sure. 
and you know practice today and the coming days ahead practicing with the ego to bring light to the ego in any moment in any situation just ask yourself is this behavior is this feeling is what i'm doing right now is this response that's coming out of me now is it coming from my ego self or is it coming from my soul self and what will come through initially probably um, is the ego self will arrive in first so the response from an ego self will come through first but when you ask the second part is this coming from my soul self you'll get a different perspective and so you get the balance between the two. So try it this week. Ask yourself those questions and see what comes through with it, with whatever situation you're in and just practice becoming more familiar with the marriage of the two. Now, I am taking a long break this weekend. We have a few days off. I have been receiving... A number of times over the last couple of weeks, every time I decide to go into my records and maybe I'll pull a card, I keep getting rest, reset, take a break. So we are having an extended holiday, a long weekend this weekend and taking some time off. And I went into my Akashic Records and asked the Dominion why it was that this message keeps coming up. And in September, we are being asked to you know, go with the flow. And if going with the flow means taking things slower or taking rest breaks, taking a different form of relaxation, if you like, because change is in the air, we're doing things differently, then you know it's time to do that. It's time to honor that. And as I, I asked them, I said, well, why do I need to take specifically at this point take some time out why do you keep giving me this message my knight in shining armor came along in the form of my husband and he has booked a surprise um weekend away so i don't know where we're going and spirit you know well if there's something that you need spirit will make sure that your highest self will make sure that you receive exactly what you need what is in important in this is to surrender and to drop any expectations of what that will be how it will arrive in and what it will look like so my knight in shining armor has booked this weekend away and I don't know where we're going it's a surprise but anyway the dominion said it's really really important that you take some time away because when you rest and reset and get off of the treadmill you know off of the routine it actually opens up your body your physical body your energetic body when you slow down and you relax and you take some time out everything slows down but the body softens and when the body softens it allows more healing to occur we know this you know the nervous system gets to relax the parasympathetic nervous system comes into play that rest and restore energy moves through the body floods the body but on a from a spiritual perspective from a cosmic um and um activation perspective 
the body softens and it allows in more light. It's it's kind of like it. The body dials up with your higher self, with your cosmic team, with source, and it opens up a portal for more light to stream in. So you get a holiday, you get a chance to rest, you get a chance to relax, but you also get a full body in a lot of cases, but a, an upgrade, an activation as you do that. And so I know because they've shared with me that I'm due an upgrade to receive CVL, CVL light through, and that's going to help facilitate the next state stage on the journey from whatever they want me to do. So, yeah, so that's pretty, pretty exciting. And it's things always arrive at the right time. And I definitely, definitely need a, a little bit of a break this week. So I'm so, so, so looking forward to, um, to that. It's funny because we, my husband and I had this conversation and he said, oh, it's a surprise. We don't know, you don't know where you're going. And I said, I think I do. <laughs> he forgets that I'm clairvoyant um, and all I need to do is just ask the question <laughs> and then something comes in. So we've got this little bit of this um, bit of fun happening where I am going to put the name of the place where I think we are going and what we're doing into an envelope and I'm going to write it down. When we come back here after the weekend, we're going to open the envelope to see, to confirm what it is that I thought we were doing. <laughs> and let's see who's right. So I really wish from the bottom of my heart that you are able to apply some of what I've shared today, at least, whether some of what I've shared makes some sense to you on some level so that you can integrate it into your life. But until next week, I'm sending you lots of love. Thank you for bringing your energy here today. And as always, highest blessings, and I'll see you again soon. Take care.